The longest psalm in the Bible is Psalm 119. It has been called the Psalm of the Scriptures because it concentrates on one thing, the amazing sufficiency of God's Word for our lives. Open to Psalm 119 today and open your heart to the Lord as we join Scott Pauley in this study. It is our prayer that through God's truth, you will find all you need. Do you love the Word of God? I'm just going to tell you, the more I study the Bible, the more I love the Bible. And the more I love the Bible, the more I come to love the God of the Bible. And that's my prayer for you. Uh, that is my, my passion and heart in these studies is that you will come to know the God of Scripture. We're identifying in Psalm 119 nine distinct words for the Word of God. Uh, we call it the Bible. It is God's book indeed. Uh, but the Lord uses individual words to identify aspects, facets of his truth and the way they apply to our lives. We've identified three already. In Psalm 119 verse 1, it is the word law, God's teaching and direction for us. In verse 2, it is the word testimonies, God's personal witness and promise. In verse 3, it is the Lord's way, his, his road, his course. It's the right path for our life. The Word of God is all of that and much more. We come now to the fourth word. It's found in verse 4, and it is this word, precepts. Psalm 119, verse 4, Thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. Now, the word is a fascinating word. It's used about 21 times in Psalm 119, and it comes from the realm of someone who is an overseer, an officer of sorts, whose job is to look into the details to make sure the details are taken care of. Are you a detail person? Uh, maybe you say, no, I'm not really a detail person. I'm a big picture person, all right? Or maybe you're the person on the other end of the spectrum. You say, I get lost in the details. Let me tell you about God. He is, he's both. He's the perfection of everything. He sees the big picture. He sees all that's going on, the end from the beginning. But our God is a God who is intimately interested and concerned with the details of your life. God knows the details better than you do. God's more concerned about the details of your life than you are, and God's word was given to help guide every detail of your life. I don't know what aspect of your life today you say, oh, I really need some help in this. But I'll tell you this, if you'll open the word of God, God will open to you something to help you with that detail. And it may not even be something you've even considered. It may be an area of your life you're not even thinking about right now. That's where the great need is. As you open the Word, the Word opens God's truth to you and opens your life. And so God's precepts are needed for every detail. Let's apply that with this prayer. Lord, let your precepts direct every detail of my life. Lord, let your law be my teacher. Lord, let your testimonies be my story. Lord, let your way be my way. And now, Lord, let your precepts direct every detail of my life. And then there's a fifth word found in verse number five. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. It's the word statutes. It too is found about 21 times in Psalm 119. It comes from a, from a root word that means to engrave or to inscribe on something. For example, we would say that something that's etched in stone cannot be changed. Uh, think back to when God's law was first given to Israel. Remember, 
Moses went up on the mountain, and God wrote out the commands uh, with his own finger, the Bible says, written with the finger of God. It was etched in stone. Uh, the, the symbolism there is that it would not be changed. Well, here's the idea behind statutes. They are engraven. They are inscribed. Uh, they are written down for us. It, it's a word about God's authority, and it's also a word about God's clarity. God says this is the final word, and let me make it very clear for you. Let me put it in black and white. And how can we apply that to our lives? With this prayer, Lord, engrave your word on my heart. Now, I'm glad that I have the written word of God. Aren't you glad for that? I hope today you'll spend some time in the word of God yourself and rejoice that God who gave the word has promised to preserve the word to every generation. But we must personalize the word of God. It's got to get inside of us. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse number 16, God said, This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their hearts, and in their minds will I write them. Would you pray today that God, who has written his word, would now write his truth so indelibly on your mind and heart that you would never get away from it? These are God's statutes. And so we have law, we have testimonies, we have ways, we have precepts, we have statutes, and then we have God's commandments. Uh, they are found throughout this portion of Scripture. For example, in verse 4, thou hast commanded us. Uh, there's the action verb. But if you come down to verse number 6, then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments. Notice he uses the plural commandments, sometimes it's the singular, commandment, and he, just to be clear, shows it's all of God's commands. So someone says, is this a reference just to the Ten Commandments, or is this a reference to anything God says? This is a reference to anything God tells us to do. Now, the word here, used 22 times in Psalm 119, carries with it the idea of divine authority. Here's the way we can apply this to our hearts. Lord, you have the right to tell me anything you want to tell me. I wonder, does God have the right to tell you whatever he wants to tell you? Oh, yes, he does. Have you given him that right? Uh, have you submitted to his divine authority? Are you being an obedient believer today to God's commands? Oh, may, may the word of the living God begin to rule and overrule in your life. Let it rule every decision, every direction, every emotion, every relationship, and let it overrule what you may think or feel that is not proper. Let God's commands uh, sit on the throne. Uh, look, when God's word is ruling, God is ruling. Uh, the Lord is the king. He's worthy of having the best seat in the house, the throne room of your heart. Uh, he's worthy of being the one that makes the decision. So are you facing some dilemma? Are you trying to get direction in some way? Do you have some decision that has to be made, go to the Word of God and let the Word of God guide your decision. God's commands are not just to say, thou shalt not. There are thou shalt nots in Scripture, but God's commands are also positive. They show us the way that we're supposed to go. And so we have God's commands. And then let's give another. In verse 7 and verse 8, we have his judgments. Now listen to these verses. I will praise thee with uprightness of heart when I shall have learned thy righteous judgments. 
I will keep thy statutes, O forsake me not utterly. So there's a connection here between God's statutes and God's judgments. Remember, God's statutes are his laws that are engraved or inscribed somewhere. And then his judgments, the idea here, are his, his rules, his, his regulation of our life. Oh, boy, that's a dirty word today. Nobody wants rules and regulations. Do you know why? Because we're a bunch of rebels. Our rebel heart says nobody's going to tell me what to do. Well, friends, somebody's going to guide your life. Either someone else is going to guide it or you're going to guide it or you're going to allow the Lord to guide it. I want to tell you that God's rules and regulations are always for our good and his glory. And the idea of judgments is that God discerns and reveals what is right and what is wrong. In a world where it seems there's so much confusion, we need this clarity right now. Here's our prayer today. Lord, show me what is right and what is wrong in your eyes. Not in my eyes, not what somebody else says, but your righteous judgments. It's found 23 times in Psalm 119. It sounds like it's pretty important to God, and it should be important to us. And the Lord help us to look today to His Word for direction in every area of our lives. All you need is found in the Word of God. As you learn it and apply it, you will come to know the God of the Word more and more. Our prayer today is that you will grow in your understanding of Scripture and your love for the one who gave it. You may find additional resources for Bible study at our online home. Visit enjoyingthejourney.org today. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for your prayers, support, and thanks for sharing the Enjoying the Journey studies with others. Thank you.